0: everyone, this is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Holly Robinson-Pete.
1: Hello. Hello. Hi. How's everybody doing? My throat is a little sore today, so I apologize. Well, I appreciate um, you doing this. You got it. I'm glad. I was excited to do it.
0: I mean, the fairy is in the house. I mean, welcome, fresh off the mess, Singer Elimination. Like, has it all sunk in yet? How has this experience been?
1: It was great. I have to say it was full of full circle moments. I got so much in to two episodes. I wanted to go on. It wasn't in the cards. But let me tell you, uh, fairy came and did the thing.
0: Ferry came and did the thing and Ferry came and like really had the judges stumped, you know, it's like hardly ever that nobody can guess. I mean, Jennifer Aniston, Tracy Ellis Ross, we heard all sorts of names, but you really stumped them.
1: I was shocked. I know everybody on that panel, including Nick Cannon, and I was shocked that they didn't get it. And when, as soon as uh, Engvall came out and showed them the twenty-one. Plus the, all the references to being a cop, I thought, and then I gave him a school reference. I was like, what, what's going on? I was a little blown away by their inability to guess who Ferry was, but, but that was the fun of it all. I mean, I had no idea I would stump them like that. It's
0: always so easy after, right? You're like, oh, 21, come on. Like, this is so obvious, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly couldn't figure it out. I mean, where where does this rank in terms of, like, things that you've done in your career?
1: Oh, you know what? This ranks pretty high for a couple of reasons. One is that there was such a full circle moment to have me perform on Sesame Street Night, which uh, means so much to me, so much to my family. My dad was the original Gordon and started that show. He was the first person to introduce Oscar the Grouch, so to, you know, cut to... All these years later, me dressed up in a fairy costume, serenading Oscar. It was a whole moment. So I, that part, I think, was was the best for me. And also just really singing Bonnie Raitt's song, Angel from Montgomery, which was one of my favorite songs that I've been singing since I was a little girl. And, uh, you know, so I would say it ranks very high up there for, for a TV moment for me. And I've had a lot of them over the last 40 plus years. You certainly have. I mean, I know one of your first acting jobs
0: was on Sesame Street with your dad. I mean, I've, you know, followed your career off and on. You know, did you ever think of anything else? You know, you have entertainment in your blood from your father. You did start at a young age. And I mean, did you ever, was it ever, hey, maybe I'll go try that? Or was it always just throughout the years acting? you never considered doing anything else?
1: funny i you know I, I went to school went to college i really probably could have not gone to college and jump right into show business i did want to do that at an early age my dad didn't want me to come on Sesame Street because he thought that i was he knew that there was something in me that would see those lights and and be on that show and want to be in the business. And he didn't want that for me. But I ended up going to college. I majored in French. I wanted to go on and get my master's, my PhD, really wanted to do the education thing. But then uh, 21 Jump Street came along and kind of whisked me away. Um, but I, you know, if I wasn't doing that, I probably I still speak fluent French. I probably would be do, you know, working at the United Nations or something. I don't know. But um, I, I love the trajectory and life takes you on these different journeys and you just got to kind of go with it.
0: Well, 21 Jump Street did kind of come along and sweep you away and we've never looked back. I mean, that was such a classic show. I mean, when you look back on that time, like do you have like just a high or like one or, you know, two fun memories from that experience?
1: Oh my gosh, Jump Street was everything. It was, first of all, we were working in Vancouver, British Columbia, which is now one of the meccas of Hollywood is Hollywood North, if you will. And no one was really up there, but us as a TV series. So I just have, I feel like we were like the mod squad of Canada. Like we were just, we were in our twenties, the world was our oyster. We were just loving life. And I, all I can say is thank God there was no social media back then to document some of the things that were going on. We dodged that bullet, but it was fun like we had so much fun especially the first couple of years later on it got a little more challenging but the first couple of years was like a dream
0: it was such a great show like what was it like working with a young Johnny Dab?
1: well what was crazy was Johnny was a lot of people don't realize that Johnny was a replacement there was another actor who was in his part they let him go in the middle of the pilot and brought Johnny in so we all thought we were going to get fired we didn't know what was going on we tried to welcome Johnny and, but we felt bad for the other actor. Like it was, it was a real interesting way that he came into the show, but then we all embraced him. We embraced each other and we became this really rock solid uh uh group on TV. And it was really, really lovely. Um He was pretty much, you know, how a, a lot of the ways he is now in some ways he was totally different because he was just so green and didn't have, you know, any, he was broke. He, you know, the, done a couple things here and there but this was his big break so uh it was interesting but i think uh i certainly knew that he was destined for for superstardom uh but that was it was great to be around him when he was nice and young and 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 unaffected and it was it was a really good time
0: it was i again it was such a classic show you know, part of your package for Mass Singer, you know, we have this... It's always so easy, right, a- a- after the fact. You know, we have this basketball front and center. I mean, I assume that that is, like, an ode to, like, hanging with Mr. Cooper.
1: Yeah, for sure. I that, mean... There were a couple. There were a couple. Um, a, you know, because you were saying that we were talking about how the panel was stumped. But I went online the first uh, show... Uh, my first show and a lot of people were guessing me lots of people were guessing me. Um, I think uh, there were some that were kind of stumping, but they were really good clues because some threw you off the Panther. People were thrown off by my husband played for the Carolina Panthers, the um, endless love, the whole Diana Ross reference. A lot of people didn't realize that I played Diana Ross in the Jackson's miniseries. So I thought shout out to the clues crew because they did such a phenomenal job of saying just enough obvious ones and then throwing you off.
0: I totally agree. You know, once I knew it was you and I was interviewing you, I always go online too. And yes, the people online, they really pulled it all together. They referenced, you know, the endless love and Diana and that basketball. And I'm like, wow, they really did figure it out. But, you know, kudos to the clues people. Cause I never would have figured it out either. Um, but speaking of hanging with Mr. Cooper, I mean, that was another great show that you were part of TGIF. You know, do you keep in touch with like Don Lewis and Raven Simone and Mark Curry? It was such a classic show.
1: Yeah. Raven and, and Mark were at my Hollywood star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard last June that made me so happy that they came and celebrated with me. You know, you work with these people for a long time and you hope that they're friends for life and, When they are, it's really lovely. So, yes, they were there. I was so excited. And Stephen Williams, my uh, captain from 21 Jump Street, was there, too. And some of the guys from Jump Street, Peter and Dustin, couldn't make it. One was in Canada. One was in Vietnam. But um, it's great when people who are part of your journey get to celebrate such a cool thing.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I do know that you sang the theme song for the first season. So I mean, I knew that you can sing, but like, have people started reaching out now, you know, or is it too early in the morning, you know, now that it's been announced that, you know, you were the fairy, like, are people shocked to find out that Holly Robinson, Pete is such a great singer? Because when you think of you, you know, you think great actress, some reality TV, I know you can sing, but do you think people like are people shocked that you, you were part of this experience?
1: Uh, Yeah, a lot of people are. A lot of people are shocked. A lot of people didn't realize I sang and that I took singing really seriously back in the day. And and I was singing in college, you know, before I got Jump Street and really I had a record deal for a little while and that kind of didn't pan out. But I love singing. It's like it was my first love. Uh, Right before I got Jump Street, I did a movie called Howard the Duck, which was the duck reference that a lot of people didn't get um and the Howard the Duck was, was supposed to be a monster monster uh movie and it didn't do well at all Um, but in that movie I played a you a, know a, I was in a band an all-girls band and I was so excited you know I was only like in my 20s early 20s like 1920 and I was like oh this is the beginning of my music career I was so excited about it and then that didn't happen then Jump Street came along and then the the producers were like, would you like to sing the theme song? And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, Yes, I would. And uh, so, yeah, I did make an attempt to be a singer, but it just those are days where being on TV wasn't an asset to being a singer, whereas later on, Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande you can go on forever. People that had TV shows were able to end up being, you know, big singing, have a lot of success singing as well. Um, but you know, yeah, so people were shocked, people were excited, and clearly stumping that panel was something I, I wasn't expecting. The wait
0: is over. That's right. A season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back Let's face it, nausea sucks, right? It's really the worst feeling in the world. And I have motion sickness in the days that I'm not wearing my relief band because sometimes I forget it, I'm gonna be honest. I literally go to bed dizzy and sick and it literally takes me out for the whole day. I just flew into LA last night. I had my relief band on. The plane was going around in circles. We couldn't land, all sorts of drama, but I was fine. Listen, relief band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, which I have. But it's also great for anxiety, migraines, hangovers. And I can tell you firsthand, it really does work. So whether you need it for everyday nausea relief like I do or just an occasional cure, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. Summer's coming. You guys have a lot of travel coming up, I'm sure. So listen, if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code VELVET, you get 20% off plus free shipping. Go to R E L I E F. B-A-N-D.com, and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. I mean, look, we're a reality TV podcast that talks about housewives all day, so obviously drama is my and your guys' middle name. And that's one of the many reasons why I'm obsessed with Trail Mix's Love and Pies. The drama of it relaxes me. Love and Pies is an online game, which is free to download. It's great for adults and teens, not necessarily kids. You play as this woman, Amelia. Amelia is really freaking cool. She could take on any of her housewives any day. She takes over the old family cafe and she restores it to its former glory. But I mean, of course, there's a diverse cast of characters and you uncover a family mystery and there's tons of secrets and the game just sucks you in. Like I can't put it down and it really does relax me. I mean, after a long day of doing this podcast, it's the one thing that kind of decompresses me by before I'm ready for bed. And we actually now have, it only lasts until May 7th, a brand new event called the Lake Pass. It's this flood and it's at an old warehouse and the whole part of town is underwater. It's freaking awesome. The more I play, the more points I want, the more rewards I want, the more I want to get to the next level. So listen, this event only lasts to May 7th. So for a tasty mix of love and drama, download Love and Pies for free today and check out the Lake Pass event available now through May 7th. That's Love and Pies, free to download in the app store or Google play. I mean, speaking of Miley Cyrus, you know, we spoke about Diana Ross, Ariana Grande, like what type of music do you listen to when you're just in the car or working out or jamming out?
1: All kinds of music. I, as you can see, I was not thrown by country night because I have, you know, angel from Montgomery is like one of my favorite songs forever. And that was a Bonnie Wright classic country classic. Um, Linda Ronstadt. I grew up listening to and singing but I also love like 70s uh funk old school I listen to Tina Marie I listen to um Sister Sledge I listen to a lot of old school I really love that music it speaks to me anything from the 70s R&B speaks to me and so that's what I jam out to when I'm I have a whole I call it my uh, evolved mama playlist And I put it on when I know I need to just go back to the 70s and be in my moment.
0: I love it. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with a little sister sledge. Mm -mm. You know, what about, you know, reboot mania is such a real thing. Like, has there ever been any talk about like rebooting Hanging with Mr. Cooper?
1: There has. There's been a lot of talk about it, but nothing's ever come around. But certainly Raven and Mark and I would love to do it. And I'm sure Dawn would do it. I mean, so I don't know why we couldn't do that, but I would love that. I love that show. Um, It meant a lot to people, especially in that whole TGIF lineup. I feel like it's television royalty, a classic people love. And wherever I go, people still talk about Cooper. So I'm down for the reboot.
0: I am down for the reboot as well. What about, you know, we saw you compete for your Hollyrod Foundation on Celebrity Apprentice. What is harder, The mass Singer or Celebrity Apprentice?
1: <laughs> oh, for sure, Celebrity Apprentice. That was much harder. I also recently uh, competed for Hollyrod on Name That Tune, and that was awesome. I won $58,000 for Hollyrod, which is my, I call Hollyrod my fifth child because it's a nonprofit that means so much to me, but... It's is a lot of work. It's a whole lot of work to run a nonprofit. And so always proud anytime I can uh, manifest any dollars and funds and donations to Hollyrod Foundation through my artistry or being able to be on a show or or whatever it is. So for sure, um Masked Singer was so much easier and so much more fun than that other show. And I'm absolutely thrilled to be able to have done it and and been able to be on for a couple shows.
0: It was great to watch you. What about, you know, we've also watched you on other forms of reality TV, you know, for Pete's sake and meet the Pete's. I mean, is reality TV something you like doing?
1: It is something I enjoy doing. I certainly enjoyed doing it for the, those two shows uh, because I had a chance to really advocate for autism families. So again, I like to parlay the things that I do and steer people back to our mission, which is helping families impacted by autism and Parkinson's disease. Autism, one in 44 children are infected, are in, impacted by autism uh, in this country. And I think it's so important to constantly tell that story and to normalize um, autism and to help those families. So. Um, I, I love doing all that for, for those reasons. Um, but Hollywood Foundation is something that's so important to me that anytime I can mention it, I'm happy. So thank you for bringing it up.
0: Anytime. I have a lot of friends who have, you know, children who are affected by this. So it is really, I think, you know, a great cause and it's more people than, you know, it's more people are affected by it than one might think just without really right. knowing. Oh,
1: it's oh, it's so, it's so the route. The prevalence is so high. So we got to spread the word.
0: Absolutely. Are you a fan of reality TV? Like, do you watch like Real Housewives, Kardashians, anything like that? Or do you not watch reality TV when you're not starring um, on it?
1: No, I I am over the uh, 2020, 2021, when a lot of us were inside watching, um, binging. My husband and I binged all the dating shows, like every single one of them. And so then, surprise, we were asked to, co- to co-host one that is on streaming now called Queen's Court, and we absolutely loved it. So we went and shot that last year in Atlanta, and it seems to be doing pretty well, streaming right now on Peacock. And it was great. So yeah, I mean, we watched all those shows, and then careful what you watch, because the next thing you know, you might be hosting one.
0: Absolutely. Queen's Court is a great show or be careful what you watch because you might be on a show one day. You know, Lisa Renna is gone from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Would you ever consider
1: becoming a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills? That is a hard pass. I would <laughs> never, ever in a million years ever do that. I, I have friends on there. I think those shows, God bless them but that I could never do that. It's too, it gets too personal and it's just too much. I just, I, and I, I get, my nerves are bad. I can't be honest. I really struggle watching the housewife shows because I know some of the women and whenever they start going at each other, I just, my stomach goes into knots. So as long as you're not connected to any of those girls and you don't take it personally, you can look at it as pure entertainment. I can understand watching it. But for me, between Lisa and Garcelle and, oh, I I can't I just can't. So that would be a no for me.
0: You are like hard pass. Have you ever been have you ever been contacted like knowing Garcel no. like have they ever contacted you throughout the years to Uh
1: do you mean have they have the, has the network contacted me to try to get me on?
0: Yeah, or just put the uh, idea no. in your head.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm. But I have a lot of friends who have really wanted to be on who have been contacted. Like a lot of my friends have been contacted and yeah it's no it's too much it's just too much i mean i am love that it's entertaining to some people but oof, it's just too much
0: well listen you're busy like with a mass singer you know queen's court you're busy with a lot of the Hollywood foundation you're busy with other things before we get back to mass singer i have a question you know because you were you know season one you were an og on the talk i mean you know mm-hmm. so much has been written over the years about your time on that show like did you like that format? Like would you ever consider that like another like panel talk show or talk show? You know? I
1: I loved that format and I was really, really good at it. And it just got weird and political and crazy and and it just got weird. But I would love that. I love that um loved that show and put my heart and soul into kicking that off and and giving it a great first season. Um, and then recently after like 11 years, went back on the show, enjoyed that. So yeah, no, that, that, that's not something you really know you can do until you do it right when you're sitting there and ask, you know, doing live TV and interviewing people and throwing the commercial and it's a lot of multitasking and I felt like I was really good at it. Um, so yeah, that was a outside of, you know, not continuing on, it was a really positive experience.
0: I thought that first season with you and Leah Remy was like honestly the best season the talk ever had, and I think it was the most authentic so i I, 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 I would right? agree with you. I thought it was wonderful, so I'm glad to know that you would consider it again have yeah. you have you did you learn anything about yourself through this mass singer experience that you didn't know as a performer?
1: I learned that I still can sing you know you don't when I haven't before I came on mass singer, I hadn't sang like that like all out into a microphone and just, you know, like I'll sing and do a thing here and thing there. Like I'll, you know, karaoke or do something funny or, you know, or just like sing in the shower or sing in the car, but like standing on a stage in a whole full body mask and singing for my life like that. Like I didn't, I'll be honest. Like I learned that I could actually do that still. And, you know, I'm, I'm a certain age, and you know, you don't know. You don't know if you can still get your, your pipes and your vocals to do what you want them to do. And, uh, thank I want to send a shout out to Allison Porter, who was my vocal coach for Mass Singer. She is someone I've known pretty much most of her life, certainly her life and a lot of my life. Um, my mother was her manager when she was on the movie Curly Sue. So we hung out a lot as, as young girls. She's a little, she's younger than me, but um, she helped me get through that. She really supported me and Miguel who also does the um, musical directing. Um, So yeah, I learned I could still blow a little.
0: Well, I loved your journey on this show. I loved watching you. You could certainly blow a little bit. Your voice was great. It was, you know, long live the fairy. And, you know, I'm glad you had fun. And I really appreciate you taking your time. This has been great to chat with you.
1: Same here. Thank you so much.
0: I really appreciate it.
1: Take care, Holly. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.